Ah, beloved. I'm Pastor Trey, and you're now listening to the New Living Translation. It's his bona fide Bible talk, because God speaks my language too, and I'm sure enough about to act like it. Let's go. If I keep up with this thing long enough, I might have a whole audio recording of the Bible translated by yours truly. But I ain't there yet. What I do have right now, though, is the book of Jonah in its totality. All four chapters. God speaking in my language. Now, if you tuned in back at the beginning of this series, you remember that what led me here to the book of Jonah was Jesus pointing to the story and the person of Jonah a few times during his earthly ministry. People would demand signs of him. And he said that the only sign that I'll give you is the sign of Jonah. And me getting a little curious about that, trying to discern exactly what that meant. And through my little investigation out here, I'm thinking it might not be so much about that fish as much as it is about the character and the faithfulness of God. A God whose love is not limited by the hard-heartedness and the hard-headedness of Jonah. A God whose love is not limited by all of the grotesque things that the Assyrians and the people of Nineveh have done throughout history. A God whose love truly knows no bounds. But they tell it in the form of this amazing story with all of these twists and turns. So without any further ado, in something of a bonus episode, to celebrate this new living translation first of making it through a whole book of the Bible. We're going to take all of the scripture readings that we had these past few episodes and put them in one episode. So here it is. The book of Jonah, chapter one. And there was a word from God given to Jonah, son of Amittai, saying, Get up and head to Cap City. Nineveh, read them for filth. All that raggedy stuff they got going on is my business now. But Jonah hightailed it in the other direction, out towards Tarshish, trying to get away from God. He went down to Joppa, and he found a cargo ship heading to Tarshish. So he paid his way and hopped on that joint with the ship's crew, just to get away from God. But God made it mad windy on the waters. And there was a hurricane that beat up the ship. And the sailors were shook. All of them started shouting out for their own gods. They started tossing stuff overboard, trying to make the ship lighter. Whole time, Jonah way down in the bottom of the ship. Super sleep. So the captain ran down to Jonah like, How you sleep right now? Get your tail up and start praying to your God like everybody else on this boat. Maybe your God will actually care about us so we don't end up dead out here. Everybody on the ship said, Yo, it's time to find out who messed us over. Let's draw straws to see who's taking the charge. So they drew straws. And Jonah drew the short straw. So they said to Jonah, All right, bro. Fess up. Why is this happening? What you do? Where are you from? Who are your people? Jonah said, I'm a Hebrew. We God-fearing people. The God of heaven who made the water and the land. And that just made them more shook. He said, bro, why you do this? 
because they knew he was running from God. He told them. So they said, what we got to do to calm the waters? Because stuff was getting even worse. Jonah told him, throw me in and the water's going to calm down. This hurricane is all my fault. Still, men worked even harder to get back to land. But they couldn't because the storm wasn't working in their favor. So they cried out to Jonah's guy. God, please don't kill us for this man's mess. And don't put no innocent blood on us, because this is what you wanted. So they tossed Jonah overboard, and the hurricane stopped. So the sailors believed in Jonah's God on that day. They made an offering and pledged to serve God. Meanwhile, God sent a big old fish to swallow Jonah. And Jonah was in the belly of the fish for three days and three nights. Chapter 2 Then... Jonah prayed to his God from inside the belly of the fish. He said, I called out to God because of my struggles, and God answered me. I called out from the belly of the grave, and you heard me. You tossed me in the deep end, into the middle of the seas, and the rapids covered me. Your surges and your waves were drowning me. And I said, I've been kicked out of your sight, but I'm going to see your holy temple again. And the waters caged me in, down to my soul. I was buried in the deep. My head was wrapped in seaweed. I went way down, seen the bottom of the mountains and the land, where the earth slammed the bars behind me. And yet, you brought my life out the hole. My God. When my soul was fading inside of me, I thought about my God. And my prayer went up to you in your holy temple. People who chase the worthless believe in their own lifeline. But with a thankful voice, I'm going to give you what I got. I'm going to put out what I said I would. You're the only God who saves. Then, God spoke to the fish, and it spit Jonah up on dry land. Chapter 3 And there was a word from God given to Jonah a second time, saying, Get up and head to Cap City, Nineveh. Just tell him what I tell you to. So Jonah went to Nineveh, just like God said. Now Nineveh was bigger than a mug. It took forever to get through. And just as Jonah gets into the city, he get to hollering. Y'all got 40 days before your whole city fall. And all the folks in Nineveh believe God. So they called a time of fasting. And everybody put on their fasting rags. Everybody. From the head honchos to the little dogs. And when the king of Nineveh heard God's message, he got up off his throne, tossed his robe off, put on them fasting rags, and sat in ashes. And he put out a word in Nineveh. This from the king and his circle. Ain't nobody or no animals, not your cows or your sheep, none of y'all gonna eat nothing. Don't eat, don't even drink water. Put them fasting rags on everybody you know, and all them animals too, but we gonna shout out to God. Let's cut all that raggedy business out, 
quit choosing violence every chance we get. I can't call it. Maybe God will find comfort in that and pull back from his rampage so we ain't got to die. And when God saw that they changed their code, that they cut that raggedy business out, God found comfort and pulled back from the rampage he said he had just for them. And God ain't do it. Chapter 4. But this really rubbed Jonah the wrong way. And he got 38 hot. So he prayed to God. And he said, See God, ain't this what I said before I left the first time? That's why I tried running into Tarshish before. Because I know how you are, God. You all nice and soft and compassionate. You ain't trying to get angry and always all lovey-lovey and kind and all that. You always trying to take it easy when it's time to punish. So God, go ahead and take it all from me. I'm better off dead than alive. And God said, You got something to be mad about? So Jonah went out the city, sat down out the east side. He made himself a little booth, sat under it in the shade, waiting to see what happened to the city. And God made a plant pop up over Jonah to give his head some shade, save it from all that torture. Jonah was mad happy about that plant. But God made a worm just as the next day rolled around. And it tore that plant up so bad it about died. And when the sun came up, God made an east wind blast that had the sun beating on Jonah's head so bad he got weak and asked to die. He said, I'm better off dead than alive. And God said, You got something to be mad about? Jonah said, Yeah, mad enough to die. Then God said, You and your feelings about that plant, she ain't even worked for or helped grow. A plant that popped up overnight and was ruined in the night. But I'm not supposed to be in my feelings about Nineveh. That big old city where they got 120,000 people who don't know they left hand from they right hand? And that ain't even counting the animals. And that's the story of Jonah from start to finish. Anything we know about the sign of Jonah will come from this story right here. So maybe the sign of Jonah ain't all about being in the belly of the fish or in the tomb, in the belly of the earth for three days and three nights. Maybe the sign of Jonah is also about how the belly of the fish or the belly of the earth was actually a means of salvation and how God was able to wring salvation from the most desperate and depraved of situations despite all of the signs of stubbornness, hard-heartedness, running away throughout all of that stuff. God's character signs through. People come to know God despite every human obstacle in the way. So maybe the sign of Jonah isn't about what people could do at all. Maybe it's about God's love in spite of people and all of the ways that God has at God's disposal of making God's self known to all of humanity. And if that's the sign of Jonah, I got to say, I'm grateful for it. Let me pray with you. Almighty God, creator of heaven and earth, author of love who reigns with Jesus and the Holy Spirit, we thank you for your faithfulness that knows no bounds, 
that's not limited by our stubbornness, our hard-heartedness, our prejudices, but travels the world looking high and low for somebody to love. And God, we ask that when we lose focus, that by the power of your Holy Spirit, we might be reminded of that love and that it might positively impact the way that we interact with each other. Let us be known by our love. In the name of the Jesus who reminds us of the sign of Jonah, we pray, amen. Translation is a production of Three Black Men, the podcast about theology, culture, and the world around us. You can follow us on Twitter at Three Black Men. That's the number three, not spelled out, Black Men. You can find me on all social media platforms at Pastor Trey 05. That's Pastor Trey 05. Don't send me no Facebook requests, though. I don't be over there. That's the bad place. This work has been made possible by a community of folks who've chosen to show their support through generosity. You can join us at patreon.com slash three black men. Spell three out that time, no. Patreon.com slash three black men. There you can find even more original content from Sam, Rob, and yours truly. Make sure you subscribe to, rate, and review the New Living Translation and Three Black Men wherever you get your podcast. And remember, real recognize real. Don't get caught looking unfamiliar.